We're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. If you're rejoining us uh, today, welcome back. If you are new to the channel, welcome I am so excited that you're joining us. Um, Just to kind of reiterate and recap, if you're new here in this space, this channel is a unique created space where we're exploring everything human experience related. Each episode and series is going to be designed specifically to discuss topics that have an impact on our human experience. Some of those topics are going to range anywhere from health and wellness, self-discovery, life experiences, personal growth, healing, and so much more. Um, So I'm glad you've decided to join us and to embark upon a journey full of awareness, education, information sharing, knowledge, wisdom, and we're going to explore as we evolve and become She Wise. So as always, I like to start with my disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a certified health professional. This show is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and it's always recommended to consult with your doctor or health professional um, when trying something new or adding something to your routine. So with that, I'd like to go on and get started with today's topic. So something that has really been coming up over and over, I see it all around me. I see it across generations. I think it applies pretty much across the spectrum is that we're all out here living on autopilot. Let me rephrase that. Not everybody. Some people are awake, but there is a large population of people who live and exist in a space of autopilot. And what that looks like is different for everybody. However, the consequences of living a life on autopilot can be very, very uh, detrimental, destructive, and can cause you to go through your entire life and wake up one day and wonder what you've been doing the entire time you've been on this earth. So, I wanted to explore that topic today. I wanted to talk about what autopilot means, um, who may be experiencing it, why we're here, and maybe some ways to mitigate and change the trajectory of that. So let's hop in. Let's talk about autopilot. I've, I was living on autopilot for a long time. Um, I actually talk about it in my book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, in section three, where I go through and I talk about um, the healing process. Now, you don't have to be on a big, long, elaborate healing journey like I did in order to acknowledge or address being on autopilot, but it sure does help to be aware of it. So what does autopilot look like? Autopilot is what we're kind of trained to do. Our bodies and our minds don't have to do too much work or have to think too much because we're engaging in repetitive activities, routines, or habits that require minimal thought, 
um, and minimal effort to do because we already know what we're going to do. So for example, you're born, you know, you're going to go to school, you're going to get an education. After you get that good education, you're going to get that job. After you get that job, for some, they go on to marry and create a family. And then you just keep doing this daily repetitive cycle of getting up, going to work, making money, paying the bills, going to bed, getting up, going to work. Same thing over and over again. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you comb your hair, you take your shower, whichever order of operation you perform these functions. But they're done all the time. They're done consistently. They're done automatically. You don't require very much brain power to do them because they're very predictable routines. Um, also, you'll find that you're able to go through the day and sometimes you don't remember if you did or didn't do it, but you just think you probably did because you do it every day. So that would be, in a nutshell, what it means to live on autopilot. I think a lot of us do that because we're in a environment and a world that demands so much from us now. We have so many responsibilities and obligations. And with those responsibilities and those obligations comes the stress of knowing that we have to get things done. And so we try to maximize 24 hours. And a lot of times we're trying to cram about 48 hours worth of things into 24 and so we begin to multitask because once you've established certain baseline routines and behaviors, you can easily layer those on top with a multitasked item. So for example, you could be having a conversation with somebody, texting somebody else or checking your emails. And um, I don't know, you could be running around the house doing, doing a chore while you're doing all of these things. Or you could find yourself preparing a report while carrying on an entire conversation with somebody. And the conversation is a topic you're familiar with, so it doesn't require you to be fully engaged, so you're able to redirect your energy over somewhere else. But the reality is, sometimes when we're doing all of that multitasking, even though some of the um, the things we're doing don't require as much thought, it's still taking energy from you. It's still requiring your body to be in this responsive mode all the time without being able to sit back and relax and take in the action that's happening around you or the scenery that's around you or the person you're interacting with or the people you're interacting with. And so what that does is it almost takes you out of the present because you're not in the present. You're focused on either the future and getting things done or the past and what you didn't do. And then you're missing everything in between. So the autopilot uh, switch <laughs> needs to be shut off. We need to wake up, folks. We need to stop living on autopilot and we need to come into the present moment and we need to enjoy the beauty that's around us, the encounters that we have. There are no coincidences. So everyone and everything that's put in front of you is there for a reason. But if you're so busy living on autopilot, you're going to miss every last bit of the experience. So why in the world would we come down to this earth and try to enjoy this human experience if all we're trying to do is craft ways to just get through it? So that's um, that's a message I wanted to share that I felt was really necessary. And I think once you identify areas in your life that you're noticing that you're on autopilot, you can start 
to take inventory of it. It doesn't mean you have to flip the switch overnight and you got to, oh my gosh, sound the alarm. No, no, no. We're here for awareness. We're here to learn and to grow and to find ways to maximize our human experience. We're not chastising. We're not picking on anybody. We're not picking on ourselves. We're not engaging in the negative self-talk. We're not doing any of that stuff. We're simply becoming aware. And as we become aware, we can then act. We can then change behaviors if we choose to. And we can see where there might be some instances where autopilot might be serving you. But for the most part, if you're running your entire life on autopilot, which I know a lot of folks are, because again, we're all trying to get it done. And the funny thing is, we don't even know what it is we're trying to get done. We're just trying to get it done. So there's that. For a lot of people, living on autopilot has just become a way to survive when living life. You're solely focusing and operating in survival mode. The body is not designed to live in survival mode for those extended periods of times. So when we're in that space, oh my gosh. If we were to hook us up to monitors, our body would be going crazy. You'd see cortisol levels raising. You'd see, you know, the fight or flight kicking in. You'd, you'd see all of these responses happening internally into the body because what you're doing is you're putting yourself in this survival, fight or flight, is the bear going to chase me or not mode because the body doesn't know. I mean, studies have shown over time, time and time again, that the body doesn't know the difference between the saber-toothed tiger chasing you and whether or not you are just encountering a stressful situation because a bill is due or maybe uh, the kids are late to practice or maybe you didn't make it home in time for dinner with your spouse or you missed that deadline at work. Um, so many different situations, but the body's response is very mechanical. It's it's going to respond the way it knows how and that nervous system is going to kick in and it's going to say, oh my gosh, the roof is on fire. And so if we're living in that constant state of stress in our bodies, what are we doing to ourselves? We are slowly, slowly diminishing our entire existence of enjoying our human experience. And we are no longer not thriving. We're surviving. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. 
Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For for more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Getting, um, following those structured routines, it does allow your body and your mind to become familiar with what it expects to happen next. And oftentimes that becomes more of a mechanism for self-preservation. And so when I say self-preservation, it stops you from having to go out of the comfort zone. It stops you from having to maybe think through something new or something different because you've already got a structured program running because you're pretty much running a program when you're on autopilot and you already know how to react and what to do. And, oh my gosh, this is supposed to happen at this time of day. And if it doesn't happen at this time of day, then, oh, my whole schedule is thrown off. So looking at your lifestyle, I would say what I did when I first took inventory of what I had going on is I realized that I would get up every morning, I'd jump out of bed, I had my specific morning routine, then I had to hurry up and get the kids taken care of, and then I had to hurry up and I had to do my work, and then I had to hurry up and do the school activities, and I had to make sure the bills were paid and the laundry was done and the dishes were washed and people were fed, and there was just this constant routine, and I got so good at doing it that I was able to shave off time. I was able to streamline the process, wash, rinse, repeat, but I was missing everything in between because there wasn't any time built into that autopilot 
program that was running that allowed me to stop and smell the roses. So once I started looking at my schedule and I started realizing where I had gotten myself into predicaments with focusing only on going forward and in the future and totally missed out on the present, I said, okay, I can make small changes. And as I started to make those small changes, I saw a huge difference. So my recommendation or my charge to you is look at your schedule. What habits and behaviors have you adopted that you might be able to modify, tweak, or change? So instead of jumping up every morning and just hitting the ground running and doing that to-do list, I said, you know what? Let me practice some mindfulness. Let me do some meditation. Let me do Reiki on myself. Let me go ahead and ground myself before I jump up and jump into the world and all that's waiting for me. Because trust and believe the one thing I learned is as soon as I get going, everybody needs something. Everybody wants something. There's always going to be a fire to put out. So I had to take that time to ground myself, center myself, become calm and become conscious. Because when we're not living in the present and we're not conscious of what's going on, we're missing out on so much. So I first started doing that. Then I noticed as I did that, I started my day in a calmer state. I felt grounded. I felt like my um, body was was ready to handle whatever happened. I didn't immediately go to fight or flight because it's okay to feel those <laughs> surges throughout the day. It happens, right? There's going to be stressors throughout the day. Even the calmest of people will experience that. But if you're starting your day all the way at a thousand, how are you supposed to get down to a hundred? And so I decided to re-engineer my morning process and that allowed me to stop. Um, and I was able to do some gratitude journaling as well. I found that to be helpful to just kind of put me in the, okay, I'm grateful for the sun being out this morning. I'm grateful for my beautiful puppy. I'm grateful for having a home to wake up in. I'm grateful for my body and the fact that I'm able to get up and get out of bed and, you know, engage with the world each day. Whatever that gratitude experience looks like for you, it kind of cuts through the autopilot morning that I was on. Um, then I started to just kind of go into my day a little bit slower just really easing into it instead of taking on the world immediately. I just kind of said, you know what? I am going to give myself X amount of time to just have for me before everybody else gets access to me. This is my time. And that allowed me to get into that space and to um, just be fully present. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com.
Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at DreamVision7Radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become She-Wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. found that there were areas where, uh, especially in my workspace, where I get into zones and I just end up multitasking. And I made a conscious decision to say, if I'm talking or engaging with someone, let me stop. Let me put my eyes to their eyes, focus on the conversation and stay engaged. In this day and age, we're doing a lot of um, virtual things. We do a lot of, you know, virtual meetings, virtual conversations or telephonic conversations. There, post-pandemic seems to be a lot less engagement directly in a lot of areas, even customer service, you know, when you're trying to get customer service for different things, that too is happening. And so what I found there is when I did have the opportunity to be directly in front of somebody, 
I stop what I'm doing and I focus. I do the same thing when I talk to my kids now. I used to run around the house and, you know, I'd be changing laundry and loading the dishwasher, cooking, and they're trying to get my attention. And I'm like, I'm listening. Just keep going. But I wasn't fully engaged with them and they felt that energy. And I thought, geez, I mean, I'm very productive. Don't get me wrong. That's fantastic. But what is that doing? And what is, what message is that sending to the receiver that I'm communicating with? And what message is that sending to my brain? Because my brain's in hyperdrive now, trying to multitask and trying to figure out which things are new and almost like scanning the environment and which ones can we do automatically without thinking. So I found that that was important um, to really just stop and focus on whatever the matter at hand is. And then also the evenings, you know, oftentimes people get off of work and they come home and it's the same routine. So what you can do is do some pattern interruptions, which will break that cycle of what you're so used to. And the pattern interruptions look like, all right, well, tonight we were going to cook and then we were going to clean and then we were going to go to bed. Well, maybe instead you grab some takeout, you save the cleaning for Saturday or Sunday, and you just sit by the fire and you just put on a movie and you just hang out and you just talk and you just shaved off three hours worth of stuff that you probably would have just been doing and been frazzled by the time you were done and you're so tired that you just drop into bed. Um, so we need to wake up. We need to be aware. We need to take the time to figure out where we are in our journeys and where we might be living on autopilot and what that can look like if we change it. Because once you make that shift from feeling like you have to be doing all the time to you have to be present and aware, wow, it's such a shift, such a whole different shift. You start to notice things you didn't notice before. You could be driving the same route to work every single day and all of a sudden you're noticing signs, buildings, people, the weather, and you didn't even notice it before. Sometimes you just got in the car, your car knew where it needed to go, you drive there every day, you've been doing it forever, and you arrive, and you didn't even see anything in between. So we're missing out on the in-between. So my goal and my message and my charge to you in this space is, where can you stop and smell the roses? Where can you find ways to take in the beauty that's around you? You know, I, I always like to kind of think now if somebody's, and I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here at Grimm, but when you're, when you're at your funeral, which we all eventually will be there one day, right? Because two things are certain birth and death. Um, are people going to go back and say, wow, he was really good at getting things done or whew, she could sure multitask or she processed X amount of whatever or, um, you know, delivered all projects on time. People aren't going to talk about that. People are going to talk about who you were, what you contributed, what were your characteristics, what were your character traits. They are not going to be interested in how much you were able to accomplish or pack in on a 24-hour period without having to think. That's the last thing people are thinking about. And so I've um, spent quite a bit of time in the last several months thinking about that and realizing that it's less about the doing and it's more about the intentions and it's more about being present. 
And once we break this autopilot cycle that has gotten such a hold of all of us, um, especially, you know, as I'm watching our younger generations, we've gotten to the point where, um, and I, I have kids and so I've gone through young years and now teenage years. And so as I've watched that, I've had to watch as I've raised these children myself, um, how do I get everybody's needs met? How do I make sure everybody has what they need when they need it, that everybody's permission slips are filled out, sports forms are completed, physicals are done, lunches are made, whatever the case might be. And then I just stopped and I realized one day they appreciate it. Don't get me wrong because when things aren't done, people notice very quickly. When things are getting done, nobody has a problem. When things aren't getting done, then people pay attention and they are wondering what in the world has just happened in life that lunch wasn't made or, um, you know, the syllabus wasn't signed or whatever the case might be. But the reality is none of that stuff matters if you're not enjoying it and you're not getting to participate. So being an active participant in your own life and finding the beauty and being able to, I would say, break some of the mold of the norms that have been plaguing our society. Um, Everybody now is taught about accomplishing and achieving and conversations are, what do you do for a living? And, um, you know, how much do you make? And what does your stock portfolio look like? And, you know, how many kids do you have? And how many acres is your lot on for your home? And everybody's in such a very measuring phase of, of life in the earth that we're on today. And the sad thing is none of it matters. At the end of the day, we all come into this world with nothing and we all leave with nothing. We're not packing our our um, caskets with, you know, bars of gold or anything like that. None of that's happening. Although we do need to be able to support ourselves and be able to sustain ourselves well on this earth. But doing it at the cost of missing everything in between just seems like a very senseless approach to having a human experience. So waking up, that's where it begins. Becoming aware, realizing that working yourself into the ground or um, going and, and doing all of these, you know, degrees or certifications or, you know, whatever it is, whatever phase of life you're in, I think we need to take some time to just practice some mindfulness, be aware, go ahead and figure out how we can slowly awaken and realize that these molds that we've all been put into these, you know, ants on the air ant farm. When do you kind of just say, you know, that's cool that that's what everybody's doing, but I want to enjoy my time here. I want to explore who I am. I want to figure out what makes me happy. I want to figure out how to have meaningful conversations and interactions with other people, not just transactional exchanges because you go into, for example, the Verizon store and you go to get your phone and everything's a transaction. Where are we going to break from the transactional piece and the get it done and the check off the to-do list and automatically operate to figuring out, wow, 
well, this is kind of cool. This person's in front of me today. What are they all about? Now, don't get me wrong. We can't sit here and engage in conversations for days on end with strangers or, you know, new people we encounter. But just taking inventory, just being present, that's the word that just keeps coming up. So we need to flip the switch. We need to do it slowly. But I guarantee you, as you start to just look at your life, you're going to find places where you've been on autopilot and in some cases for a very long time. And it is stealing your joy. So we need to, we need to think about that. If nothing else, it's just something to think about. Like what would life look like if you sat down with a blank sheet of paper and you just erased all those routines, all those things you do without thinking, what would life be like? What would you do? What would you do different? What could you change? What could your routine be? Is it worth considering? Or do you prefer living on autopilot? I mean, we all have choice. We all have free will. So nobody's saying that you have to break every single, you know, um, routine or mechanism that you have. But coming into the present and, you know, sometimes it's hard at first. You practice meditation, mindfulness, um, looking at ways to ground yourself to kind of get you into the here and now. Being able to say, I'm going to give my body a break. I'm going to stop the survival mode behaviors and I'm just going to chill. I am just going to relax. I am just going to sit still and watch the birds and look at the sky or look at the moon or go look at the waves on the beach. But just taking that time to just chill, to just stop doing. So that's what I wanted to cover today. I really just wanted to hop on here. I wanted to, uh, to ask everybody to take time to just look at their lives, analyze what you're doing. How long have you been living on autopilot? What does it feel like? Get familiar with the feelings. Then try, just take a day or two, even just a few behaviors one at a time, and just try to change up your routine. And just jot down, just journal. How does it feel? How did it feel to um, stop, put down the pen, put down the paper, and look the person talking to you in the eye? What did that feel like? What was that experience about to you? Was it better? Did it create more stress because you thought, oh gosh, I needed to get this done? Because once you practice these things a few times, you start to realize that you can break certain habits. You can change different habits. Um you know, so many books written about them. There's the atomic habits. There's the habits of highly successful people. There's so many different books on habit forming and habits are great when they're serving you and they're productive. But if you're in a space where it's putting you in survival mode and you're just each day, you're in that rat race, you're on that hamster wheel. We got to stop that. So that's what I have for you today. I just wanted to come on. Like I said, I wanted to share um, different topics. And that first one I wanted to really push out there was living on autopilot. Encourage everybody to stop, breathe, take a few minutes each day before, you know, before your day gets crazy and before everybody asks for something from you. Just take that few moments in that morning to create your own routine allow you to get grounded, allow you to get centered, and then go out and hang out with the world. But do it mindfully and do it present. 
Thanks for listening in today. I look forward to the next topic. Please stay tuned. If you're enjoying this, please like, subscribe, and share with others. Uh, We'd love to grow the community as we all become she-wise. Have a great rest of your day. Sending lots of love and uh, positive vibes your way. Take care until next time. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.